Hi, and welcome to the Diverse Butterfly Podcast. I'm your host, Cassidy Hooper. I'm from Mississippi. I was diagnosed with a rare genetic condition called Turner Syndrome, and I'm also on the autism spectrum. In this podcast, I share my experiences of having both Turner Syndrome and autism, as well as interviewing individuals with Turner Syndrome and autism, professionals, parents, siblings, anyone who has a connection to Turner Syndrome and autism. So let's jump in. In this episode, I interview Brenda Weitzberg the co-founder and executive director of Aspiritech. In this episode, she talks about what Aspiritech is, the mission and purpose of Aspiritech, and the vision of Aspiritech, and much more. So let's jump into my conversation with Brenda Weisberg. Can you introduce yourself and tell us what you do for the autism community? Okay, I am Brenda Weitzberg, and thank you, Cassidy, for inviting me to be on your podcast today. Um, I set out on a journey about 13 years ago to find an employment solution for my own son, who was uh, diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome at the time and was a recent college grad, but was really struggling to find and maintain employment for three or four years after graduating. And I thought something has to be done. I set out originally looking for just a solution for him. Maybe something he and his father could do from our basement that tapped into his strengths. Um, And I ended up founding, and my husband joined me as co-founder, Aspiritech in 2008. And we were the first company of our kind in North America. Um, So I started out as a mom. I saw that um, when my son graduated, I knew he had a lot of strengths and abilities, but he also had challenges. He had motor challenges and uh, executive functioning, um, organizational challenges. and. he was uh, working with a vocational rehab uh, services in our state. And I very quickly noticed that it was not a good fit for him. One, they only provided like, I think 90 days of support. Two, uh, he didn't need that much help to learn a job, but then um, once he learned it, they weren't there to support him long, longer term if there were sensory issues or misunderstanding your supervisor's um, feedback, et cetera. They were kind of not there. And they also didn't seem to understand uh, the autism spectrum at the time. They, um, I believe that any job is, is a good job. There's no good or bad jobs there. It's, it's a matter of being a good fit with one's skills and abilities. And he seemed to be always matched to jobs that tapped into his challenges rather than to his great strengths. 
at the time, I couldn't find any organization that was really addressing adults on the autism spectrum. It seemed like everyone uh, worked with children. And I couldn't find a lot of organizations or services that tapped into the unique strengths and abilities. Everything seemed to be needs-based. So I thought something's got to be done. I turned to the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University. If there were students who could help me um, come up with a business plan for an innovative autism employment project. And that's how Aspiritech was born. Um, what we do for the autism community? Well, I think Aspiritech has proven to many others that individuals on the spectrum have many strengths to share with the business community and abilities. And um, it is a shame to have the capable adults sitting in their parents' basements playing video games and feeling totally isolated and anxious as anyone does without employment. At that time, I learned that 85, that we weren't alone. 85 to 90% of all uh, autistic adults were either unemployed or severely underemployed. And I thought something has to be done. I knew my son's strengths. And I knew given the right support and understanding, he could excel. Um, but now we employ 130 people with almost 90%, about 85 to 90% on the spectrum. 25 others used us as a stepping stone to other employment. And I think we have also helped others start their own programs. And we've demonstrated that in our field, which is software testing and quality assurance, people on the spectrum have unique abilities and skills and can really excel in that space. But as far as what I do for the autism community, I feel like the autism community does a lot for me because it has been such an honor to be the executive director and co-leader of Aspiritech uh, these 12 years, coming on 13, actually. Uh, and I've gotten, I've learned so much more from the people I work with than I'm sure they've learned from me. Yeah, that's amazing. And um, I was also diagnosed with Asperger's, so I totally know where your son is coming from. Um, so, yeah, uh, I know you kind of touched on this a little bit, but what is a spirit tech and what is its mission and purpose? So the mission of a spirit tech is to empower individuals on the autism spectrum through meaningful employment combined with social opportunity. So from, from pretty much the beginning, we looked for an area that we could focus on and we came upon software testing. We actually heard about a, a company in Europe that was doing that. And we thought, let's try this out. And it has been a, a great success and a growing industry for us. But probably a year or two in to our project, we decided that we would also offer social opportunities through our Stepping Up and Out program that is open to our staff. It's run by staff. And uh, it's also open on the weekends to the broader community. 
and it has um, given such value to our, our staff members and to others in terms of reducing isolation, building friendships, helping with communication, letting people, you know, we all have work, but it gives them an opportunity to enjoy their hobbies, whether it's game club or book club or art club um, with, with colleagues and others. And also discussion groups uh, during lunchtime. Uh, it has lots of activities um, that we're really proud of. So we do both. Um, we actually added a third program about two years ago, which is called our ACE Fund, because like any other population, we found that our employees are not immune to life's challenges. And there were times where staff had family or individual emergencies and needed help. And we modeled it after, you know, many corporations have grants or foundations to help employees in need. So we started the ACE Fund to um, help staff. It's not instead of compensation, salary and benefits. It's for things, uh, let's say maybe some uh, healthcare need that isn't covered by insurance or, I mean, right now we've been really giving out a lot of grants to our to staff members. It's based on economic need. Uh, for some, they are their sole breadwinners now for their family and it has staved off um, losing homes. It's given people opportunity um, you know, the ACE Fund stands for assist, so assist with emergency needs, change, so they're people who've taken courses and leadership uh, opportunities, and then empower, um, so people can apply for different things. That's our, our newest program. Yeah, that's amazing, and thank you for all you do at Spirit Tech. Uh, to help individuals on the autism spectrum with employment. Um, so that kind of leads to my next question. Um, employment is a huge gap for individuals on the autism spectrum. How can we help them succeed in the workplace and how can we best accommodate them efficiently? That's a great question. And it's something that we deal with each and every day, including with our staff on the spectrum who help us learn and, uh, and help one another. By the way, what we're most proud of at Aspiritech, out of our 130 staff, um, we now have a career track and almost, I think 87% of our QA leads, QA managers and coaches were promoted from within and are on the spectrum themselves and help one another. So anyway, getting back to your question. Um, so we all know Do the famous and wonderful Dr. Temple Grandin and um, hearing her speak, she speaks about giving children and teenagers on the spectrum real life experiences, work starting in you know the teen years. I probably fell short on that as a parent and didn't expect, but any young adult would benefit from having, you know, little jobs, whether it's babysitting or dog walking or mowing the lawn. 
And um, that builds confidence and it builds skills. But overall, what I've learned, if I've learned anything at Aspiritech, it's um, the whole philosophy of a company of being understanding and patient and being willingness to support and accommodate different neurological styles, different strengths um, is critical. You know, people really respond or staff saying, well, you get us. We don't, it doesn't mean everything is acceptable, but just knowing that they're coming into a place where they're not gonna be judged or bullied um, where we're going to do everything possible to uh, accommodate individual differences really, really can help. Um, so there has to be, we're a company that was set up, you know, with this mission, but if you're going to a different company, there has to be some kind of education and understanding on the side of the employer. And increasingly, we're part of the Autism at Work Employer Roundtable, uh, there's more companies that are understand better understanding the strengths of neurodiversity and how one can accommodate different quirks or sensory issues, communication challenges. And all those accommodations are not only good for people on the spectrum, they're good for everyone across everyone. We are all on a neurodiversity spectrum. We all have different strengths and weaknesses, different ways of interpreting data, um, different ways of learning. Um, over, I know I'm not giving you lots of specifics. Overall, I really believe it, for anyone, you have to look at a suitable job fit. You know, uh, my son in the beginning was was uh, channeled to, to uh, bagging groceries and collecting carts. And there's nothing wrong with that job, but it was wrong for him. He needed work with computers, technology, you know, uh, using his strengths and, and collecting carts. You know, he doesn't have great motor skills. That was not a good fit. So you have to look for the good job fit. and. Um, I personally believe that we need, and this is my wishful thinking, a spectrum of employment opportunities for people on the spectrum because people have different interests, different skills, different independence levels. And so for some, it might be a standalone company like a Spiritech. For others, uh, let's say they're interested in technology and quality assurance, which is our area. For others, they may use a company, a standalone company like a Spiritech as a launching pad, as a stepping stone to other employment. And maybe they will go be a contractor at, an, at a, um, a company. And for others, it is just getting understanding and being able to fit in um, to the Microsofts of the world and the Apples. And, um, and we have to also understand technology is not the only area where people on the spectrum can excel. There are many detail-oriented, uh, highly focused um, areas that could benefit from strengths of autism. And 
Uh, I think the business world is starting to see that. And we see not only technology, people working in all different areas. So it's, it's really opening the mind, looking at neurodiversity as a new type of diversity. Um, and, um, and finding champions in those companies who are going to take a chance on those on the spectrum and uh, put the resources in place that will benefit all employees. Um, I love a Spiritex vision statement. And uh, as you can see, I'm a bit of a dreamer. And our vision is a world that embraces neurodiversity by valuing talents, supporting challenges and welcoming differences. And we believe if you know more companies would be like that, uh, we'd all be better off. You know. Yeah. So, are you there, Cassidy? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So I think the growing awareness about you know autism at work, both in the United States and uh, internationally is, is helping. It's helping more companies realize that they could start an autism at work program or just look at neurodiversity as part of their diversity planning and make the most of every person's strengths while accommodating challenges. Yeah, I definitely agree about that. It it all depends on the individual and their strengths and weaknesses. Um, so next question, individuals with autism have difficulty with soft skills such as social skills and communication skills that are crucial in keeping and maintaining a job. How can they work on those skills as early as possible? So I think, um, They need help and guidance from those around them, you know, parents, teachers, and then peers, employers, uh, with self-awareness. We all do. We all have to, in order to work on something, we have to be aware that yeah, we could, you know, improve a little and maybe what we're saying sounds rude to someone else. We don't mean to be rude, but it may come across that way. Um, yeah. So you need that level of self-awareness, which is hard for everyone to recognize. So I think um, having caring, understanding people to work with uh, to help point these things out in a hands-on way, whether it's within the family, on those you know little jobs that you have as a young adult, or in the workplace, where it could be having someone understanding as a job coach or a mentor or a supervisor in the workplace who can, you know, show you concretely, you know, when you answered, you know, the, the boss in, in such a way, maybe not the greatest thing and, and give, give concrete, specific feedback without destroying the person, you know, you have to, if you really care and understand their strengths and support them, you'll be able to uh, 
um, offset uh, some of these more challenging behaviors. Here at Aspiritech, what's helpful is uh, a lot of our job coaches and leads are on the spectrum themselves. So they can help one another. Um, we also employ a whole group of employment support specialists who meet regularly with each staff member to work on their professional and personal goals and help them and, and work out accommodations so they could be their best selves at, at work. So um, that helps. We strongly believe that just a sense of relaxation and feeling understood along with some of the social activities we provide has helped people uh, with their soft skills, you know, um, and, and I think more and more companies are educating employers about, you know, what could be the reason that you're seeing some social issues? So, and how do you accommodate them? Uh, I don't know if this answers your questions, but it, it is hard um, for any of us to recognize uh, our foibles and where we're different than others. Uh, and we're not a good ex that good an example because we're set up to accommodate and to understand. Yeah, yeah that answered it perfectly. Um, so socially, individuals with autism can struggle. How can we help them improve the, their social skills that is crucial for them to get a job? Well, I think just like getting, you know, little jobs when you're a young teen and a young adult uh, and, and building up your skills and your resume, the same thing is with um, socially, you know, being out there, you know, maybe it's uh, a club that you are particularly interested in. You could start there, like if it's art, an art club or a gaming club that you can uh, participate in. Uh, there are social skills development uh, training programs that some, um, some professionals lead. I, I've seen some of them to be very effective with our staff. Uh, a lot is just practice and, and having good mentoring and guidance. Uh, we see people blossom here. On the other hand, some people stay. I, I've had a, a parent who's on the board who gets very upset that, you know, and I understand it, that our son doesn't like to participate in any of our um, social activities. Now, that's his choice to make. He's an adult. Um, and it's frustrating for parents and teachers, etc. But uh, it was funny because with COVID, he said to his mom, and she relayed to me, that he loves working from home. It's like a dream come true for him. So we're all different, and we all have different needs for connecting with others. And some of us get lonelier than others. Um, I do worry about this work from home model and COVID people being more isolated than usual. 
because we're a tech company, we use all these wonderful technological advances like Zoom and Google Meet and Slack to communicate. And um, I would, if people are uncomfortable talking face-to-face -face with other people they don't know, you know, I would, I would wonder whether some of these other media, whether it's Zoom or Slack, might be a more comfortable way to start interacting more with others. Um, so when, when we move to work from home after, in March, right now we're in a hybrid model where about 75% are working from home and about 23 to 25% are back full or part-time in our offices. Uh, we started providing support and job coaching just virtually. And I think what's important is uh, our staff were able to choose. Do they prefer a phone call, Slack? Do they want to be seen on, on uh, camera, not seen, just heard? So having different choices to make people comfortable. And over time, you see, you know, people who ne would never speak on the phone uh, begin to do so um, and interact when they're comfortable. But it's all about practice and guidance and mentoring um, for anyone, wh whether you're on the spectrum or not. Yeah, that's a great perspective. Um, so I know we kind of touched on this as well, but how does the spirit tech help individuals with autism learn social skills and job skills that will help them become successful in the workforce. Yeah. So we provide an array like of training opportunities, starting with once you're screened, you know, you apply and you're screened and we look for people who we think are going to be able to be successful here, working here. Uh, we don't want to set up people to fail. So once they get through that and they they're they get through our interview and kind of some assessments on their technical skills they're invited um into an introduction training program which we pay for up till covid it was one week of classroom training followed by two weeks on the floor alongside our staff working on real projects and being mentored, seeing how people fit in, how comfortable they are. Um, and it's really, an op it's almost like a screening. It's an opportunity for us to see if they would be a good fit with our company and with our work. And it's also an opportunity for them to evaluate if this is a job that appeals to them. Do they feel good at it? So during the, the hands-on training, they'll start with one project. If, they're struggling, we might try them on different projects because everyone has different strengths and interests. Um, and then once they get, they got through those three weeks, they typically um, would either get hired uh, as a QA analyst or uh, be given a list of resources, you know, where they might be able to find other types of work. Unfortunately, there's not, as many as we'd like. Um, now we're trying to figure out, we're just restarting our training again and we have a long backlog. 
how do we do that with so few people willing to come into the office? So uh, we're probably going to have very project-focused training. Uh, so if we need more people on several projects, we're going to bring them in, you know, socially distanced um, and train. We're learning how to do that, like everyone else. Um, once people are hired, there's a tremendous amount of training that they can, there's professional certification they can do through us, like ISTQB, which is an international software testing certificate. They become trusted testers, which enables them, uh, if they get through training, to, to be able to test for um, accessibility. Like, could someone who's visually impaired or hearing impaired be able to access and use your website? We, we can test for that. Um, so they learn how to do that and many other types of training. There's also social training through lunchtime groups, through one-on-one -on -one meetings with their employment support specialists. They learn how to recognize even what types of accommodations work for them. You know, do I need headphones? noise canceling headphones when things get really crowded? Do I need um, instructions in writing or do I be do better uh, verbally or do I need to be shown what to do or a combination? So there's all types of training. Um, and, uh, you know, we I think that's what has helped so many of our staff uh, get promoted and, and take on uh, lead roles, management roles, uh, coaching roles, and others who just are happy to stay as a QA analyst, do excellent work for a client, but maybe it's not for them. So it's kind of learning about yourself, right? And having your management learn, you know, get to know you and your strengths and, and, and challenges. Now, it's not all rosy. There are times where people really are, uh, it's very rare, but they're not, uh, they're having, they're struggling. Sometimes they have to be put on a performance improvement plan and have very specific goals and benchmarks to reach. And that's the kind of training too. And we've seen people turn around. It's been amazing. Um, yeah. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's amazing. Um, so jumping to the last two questions, and what skills area that are most crucial for adults with autism will learn for searching for a job, like what skill areas right. uh, do they need to learn for searching for a job? Well, you know, I, I do, you know, my son is older, he's in his forties now. And I see, you know, some people who've gotten more support and help from a younger age now, uh, you know, joining our workforce. And I think it's a big difference for those who have insight into their own strengths 
and challenges and can advocate for themselves. I think that's such a critical skill. Um, and how their behaviors can, might be misconstrued, how to ask for help. If you don't know how to ask for help and, and it's a, think and know it's okay, and then like, how do you ask for help? When is it okay? When is, is it inappropriate? Who do you go to? Um, you can struggle. Um, and uh, I don't know if that's a good answer, but I think the more you can have some insight, some feedback into yourself um, and learn how to ask for help. And what we found, unfortunately, especially in our first years, that almost everyone who walked through our doors had been bullied in high school and before. They had real anguish, pain, you know, almost PTSD from what they endured. And so many were very um, anxious and uh, hesitant to open up, but um, yeah, which is painful to see. Yeah. So I think, so overall is that insight, getting to know yourself. What helps you? What kind of accommodations do you need to succeed? What, what are you good at? Like having like a skill assessment. What are your areas where, of strength? Uh, what type of jobs might be a good fit with those skills? Maybe you're a really good writer. Are there, would you like to do editing? Uh, maybe you're very artistic and want to go into drafting. So you have to get a real understanding of yourself, which is not easy. Not easy. Yeah. It's a lifelong process, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not easy, but it can be done. Um, so jumping into the last question. How can people learn more about Aspiritech and get in contact with you? Okay. So number one, go to our website, aspiritech.org, www.aspiritech.org. Follow us on Facebook or on LinkedIn. We have pages and um, get to know us. And there's um, on our website, there's a tab called careers. And there you can see FAQs about our, our work and who is a good fit for our work. Remembering not there's no one job that's right for everybody. Like I would not be good at quality assurance to, to be, to be uh, totally truthful. Um, and if it sounds like a good fit with you, feel free to apply. Now we are in Chicagoland. We have an office in downtown Chicago and in the suburbs. Um, and uh, please understand that we have a long backlog because people who were supposed to go through a training in March and April are only now, we're only now circling back with them to try to get them into training. But if you feel like you're a really good fit and are in our area or have a relative you could live with in our area, uh, please feel free to fill out an application. 
Okay, that's great. Um, so thank you so much, Brenda. I learned a lot today. Um, so thank you so much for being on my podcast. And I enjoy chatting with you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you also for all the good work you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Stay safe. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Diverse Butterfly Podcast. I enjoyed chatting with today's guest, and I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Talk to you soon.